0: recording in three two i don't know it might be on i'm not sure it's on it's on all right it's on oh okay <laughs> all right welcome to the shop class podcast this is mr g and tonight's guest is uh david Alaman. i Al- Alman- uh i'm horrible i'm horrible i'm sorry it's i'm gonna get it right hold on it's <laughs> Alamanzan. Allem, sorry.
1: There you go. Close enough.
0: All right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's joining us. He's joining us from from Houston, Texas area. Auto shop teacher and right next to UTI. It's going to be awesome. All right. We also got Duke in the house, uh, East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. And we got Nick. Nick, wh- wh- where in New York again? Accord. Accord. Accord, New York. Accord, New York. All right. Okay. So sorry I butchered your name there. Uh, can you say it for us? Tell us your name,
1: David Almanzan.
0: All right. So, so the reason I found David is because I was looking for, uh, you know, I was looking at the go karts. I saw a go kart in here, and I just saw, in general, just some pretty cool, um, you know, like auto shop type stuff going on. And I was like, oh man, let me contact this guy. So I was talking to him about go karts. And then i was like hey do you want to come on the show and tell us about your program uh so where's your go-karts uh is that somewhere in the instagram we're trying to find it
1: um it's probably closer towards the top see it's it's something we've recently started uh playing around with so
0: here we go so you want to tell us about this picture look at this
1: oh so that picture is, is legendary so um first of all that was the last day of school for our students so, we were doing finals. Uh, we were testing out the last couple of modifications on this go kart. And then uh, our principal so- shows up during lunch when we were having pizza, and and uh, he shows up with a guest. And I just noticed somebody was behind him. And it turns out to be the DeCaney family, the family that the school is named after.
0: Oh, no kidding.
1: So, um, they look familiar because i've seen them before and i've met them before but that was exactly two years before this day and uh they show up and we're showing them around because it's it's a brand new facility um they had never seen the shop they hadn't seen what we what we do and the grandson um from the decanese he uh he's out there eager looking at the go-kart and he goes does it run and we go yeah i think it runs and uh um They go, well, is there a helmet I can use? I said, yeah, sure. So uh, the guy jumps on. uh, He's a college kid. He jumps on the go-kart. No, this is not him. Okay. Unfortunately, I didn't get him on the go-kart because he jumps on and he just mashes on the gas and just goes. Now, this is not one of the biggest or the fastest or best-looking go-karts out there at all. We had just gotten it running. It's been sitting for a while. It's actually one of the entry-level, professional type of go-karts. Um, so I've only gotten it to about 50 miles per hour tops. And that's with me playing around with it and knowing... It's pretty
0: w- fast, come on. <laughs> yeah, <50 laughs> well,
2: when you're yeah. that low to the ground, 50 miles well, I, per hour feels like yeah, a hundred, it's, like 100.
1: Yeah, this one actually goes at about maybe, uh, I want to say 60. It will do 60 uh but if i hit 50 i let off the gas right away well this kid jumps on and i mean he takes off and we're all scared we go man how how far is the nearest er from us and (laughs) um we were just thinking because these things they have no suspension um there's no roll cage there's there's it's just wheels and steering and you're about an inch off the ground, so wow. Um, he he drives it like a pro. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if he's driven one of these before. And he comes back, and we're all amazed. We're like, "Whoa, okay, you're in one piece. So is the go kart." And um, everybody enjoyed. It. We we spent about an hour out there with the um, with our principal and 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 and, and our guests. Uh, so our kids were excited to show, you know, see see what we we're doing.
0: Nice. Uh, let me welcome in Kirk. He's here, uh, Kurt. You're in you're in Pennsylvania as well, right? Yeah. What what town are you in again? What's that? What what town are you in? Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg. All right. Uh, so David, uh, the guest tonight, was just explaining about uh, this go kart. Yeah. Uh, this go kart. He's from uh, Houston, Texas area, and he's got an auto shop. Uh, nice. Yeah. Now. David, you were telling us about the um, the people. This was the grandson of the who who they named the school after. But who are these people? Because I'm from we're this is all East Coasters, so we don't know who is this person. You said Decaney?
1: Well, he was a uh, Andy Decaney was a major contributor to education, and um, oh, yeah. When our school is fairly new, the whole school, the main building is uh, was built in 07 uh um, andrew andy
0: andy okay cool
1: yeah and um so his family comes around and and the family they're 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 local to the area as well so um they're always involved and but they hadn't seen the auto shop so they spent quite some time there with us and they're huge supporters of blue collar and and um anything anything that has to deal with with contributing to our to our students and our future and um i mean that uh that also feels good that they see you know their their all their plans and their visions come to fruition with us uh,
0: that's so cool you know you know what's interesting um is uh uh you know the situation is with uh so wait did did the Caney, did they is that they helped establish that school, but they're not uh, known for something outside of that, right? Or is that, or they are?
1: Um, Maybe now the sons and the the newer generations, maybe they are, Uh, but I wouldn't be able to tell you if there's more to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know what's cool, what you said to me before we hit the recording was that they celebrate the auto shop the same way they celebrate the sports nice
1: right um so our our mo- mostly in the towns on the uh, you know rural towns where you're either going to play football or you're going to learn how to weld or go into the automotive field or either some type of uh, blue collar job or one of your sports is going to get you somewhere um so you see and, and and we're not we're not even close to that but we're we're, we're very well supported in the area but you see the smaller towns further um out of the big cities where i mean auto tech and shop class is is huge and and it, it's it's just like a it's, it's part of your normal curriculum part of your core classes you know and, and everybody is involved and whether it's um you know carp uh, you know doing something within the wood shop or metal shop or automotive anything uh so there's there's huge support out there depending on on where you're located
0: that's great man that's really good so how many different uh uh departments you guys have there is it a uh auto shop and then do you have a metal shop and a cad and robotics and stuff like that
1: well there's the uh, the engineering side of it and then there's the automotive shop uh, our auto tech uh, program it's new to the school it's not new to the district but it's new to the school they 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 split it up from another uh another campus but when they brought it over to our school it was it was nothing basically just um just a class and here you go and, and start off with a clean slate uh, and this was exactly four years ago um i was new to the school and and um you know the kids were like okay this is shop class what are we supposed to do um, so I, I had been teaching before this, but not at the high school level. I was teaching at the college level. So I go, okay, well let's let's see what we can do and and, and learn together, you know
0: That's awesome. Where did and so yeah where how did you how long have you been teaching high school?
1: Four years exactly.
0: Wow. And how long did you teach uh, college?
1: Um, I was teaching two years before that, I believe two and a half years or so.
0: Uh, and which one do you like
1: better? And you know, I I I used to think that it was going to be different. Honestly, it really isn't that much different, except in the, in the college. Um, <laughs> <so funny>. in, <laughs> instead, I know of the, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was thinking, hey, you know, college students—they're going to be more, you know, more, just different. Uh, it's really the same thing. At the end of the day, I don't call parents at the college, and. The students will call me for at the college and go hey uh uh were we supposed to be in class today i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah we had class <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny hey we got uh i just want to say hi to timmy timmy's on the road he looks like he's driving a truck it's one of these dash cams hey timmy don't let anybody brake check you all right
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's up look like what? i'm coming into some traffic
0: Look at them! look at them cruising down the road. What are you picking up picking up uh, a a load? you gonna take it across country or something?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a big kind of big haul behind me, big haul yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh we got and uh Damien is from uh Australia, and uh it's the next day, and it's cold out there so, yeah, well, i
3: didn't I, i'm not I'm not staying on long. I just wanted to pop in and uh. I will I just wanted to pop in and see what was going on. So Yeah.
4: Well, tonight
3: I,
0: uh, we we got David from uh uh Houston, Texas area and he's got an automotive program and I'm going to kind of pick his brain a little about um uh, uh go-karts.
3: Okay. And I got I made a contact today. This is kind of news. This is news for the podcast.
0: Okay. Um,
3: literally breaking news in the past 2 hours. Uh I actually I left this morning, drove down to Roanoke, Virginia, to go to a place called uh, Black Dog Salvage. And the gentleman there does architectural salvage, and they take building pieces apart. and And what they end up doing is uh, like reselling them. So I was talking to him, and and uh, they they had a show called Salvage Dogs on, um. I think it was Discovery Plus. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I started talking to the one guy, Mike, who was on the show, gave me a tour of his uh, shop, and then <clears throat> ended up showing me where he does all of his like, uh, metalworking, metal fabrication, wood fabrication, and everything, and I told him that I was a part of the podcast, and he's like more than happy to come on.
0: Oh, that's great.
3: So... I got I got his personal information, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna touch base with him when I get yeah. back from my trip. So, oh, that
0: sounds great.
3: This is a big lead for the uh, podcast. I could tell you. Yeah, that of way.
0: course, absolutely. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, I always yeah. want to hear about any any shop out there. You know, that what's nice about the podcast is that we got kind of like a diverse group. We had the NASA engineer. We got auto shop teachers wood shop teachers uh you know it's it's wild whatever whatever makes whatever serves the shop teacher community and and
3: and, and he you know if you ever watched the episode I i don't know who has discovery plus or not but um i stumbled upon their show kind of by accident and i started watching a couple of the seasons and they take just these old things and they convert them, they recreate them, and they like reimagine what they are. And and it was pretty neat. So I think having him on is is, is kind of a good like tie into you know material handling and um, you know repurposing and recreating and design.
0: Awesome, awesome. Let's do it. So uh, I will.
3: I'll set up. I'll set up stuff with him, and then we'll get yeah. some information and. I'll do, it when we, I'll do it when we come back from, or when I come back from my trip.
0: No problem. Let's do it. No problem. Yeah, enjoy. Where are you headed?
3: Uh, t- I'm actually heading, right now, I'm in North Carolina, and I'm heading to uh, Daytona Speedway. Oh, that's tomorrow. awesome.
2: No. Yeah. no kidding.
3: So I'm, I'm going to try, I'm trying to do a tour to Daytona Speedway tomorrow, and then I'll see if there's any other little, like, touristy things I can do. Uh, and then I gotta head over to Tampa, going to see my sisters, and then I'll go into a wedding. So nice. That's
0: where, where I'm in, at. That's great. I'm trying to find you on the map. Is he over here somewhere? Nah.
3: I'm on. I'm on yeah yeah, stalker Ron. <laughs> um, just so you know, I'm on route 77 south outside of Statesville, North Carolina.
0: Uh all right. Well, I don't know where that is, but
3: well, why don't you just Google Statesville, North Carolina there.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll get to, we'll, we'll let you go through there. It's all right. You'll tell us, <laughs> take some pictures for us. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right, well, I
3: I wanted to spread the good good word and
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Let you know man. that I
3: got I got a lead, so we'll uh we'll talk we'll talk to him soon.
0: All right. Sounds good, dude. Yeah. I,
3: you guys have fun
0: tonight. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Danny. Later, guys. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so pretty cool. You know, it's it's nice shop teacher community. Yeah, he's uh, got us uh, hooked up with those guys down in North Carolina. That's pretty cool. Custom designs, uh, black dog salvage. All right, so hopefully we'll see him. Um, anyway, so getting back to go-karts. All right, let's get serious here. This is uh, enough <laughs> playing around, right? Okay, uh, so – i you know did you did you with the go-kart situation um did did you pick like an engine size and did you optimize it or something or how do you what, how do you compete in these things
1: well it, it all started um with our small engines class so oh yeah okay yeah we, we uh we have a new uh automotive instructor that came came on with us this past school year so not only was he fresh to teaching, he was fresh to the school he he was he started teaching during covid times and um you know he 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 comes from uh, uh the automotive industry being out there as a shop owner for thirty two years and and he was he was not only was he lost he was lost squared i mean and uh, so I tried to guide him along as much as I could. And he started teaching during COVID. Yep, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> as a shop teacher. So um, you're 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 not a core class teacher where you go, okay, this is all I have to follow, and then I'll just teach you over Google Meets, and 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 then you turn in your work. And, um, so so he he that was huge for him to take on on that role, but. Um, You know i i I try to guide him as uh, as much as i could and um we uh we started looking into the go-kart stuff because um small engines i started doing some research and you know showing him uh small engines class we we work with bricks and stratton engines and yeah
0: i love them i that's what i use as well
1: yeah so um then google crossed me with all kinds of go-kart stuff and um what's called the uh, LO206 class which is uh, entry level to to kart racing um oh. this is this is your 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 foot in the door type of uh uh type of what class did, i guess what did you
0: say that class
1: was that's the uh LO206
0: is that a code for your school or for the racing
1: no no for racing
0: LO206 oh 206 is the engine size right
1: um no no uh, actually yeah. it may okay. be i'm not sure uh, I, let me
0: take a look What's
1: i don't weird? i don't race yet but um okay. I, I, just, I just know how to hit the right uh my right foot down to the floor <laughs> 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 a, fun <laughs> yeah the uh <laughs> that lo206 engine so basically yeah. what it is it's uh it's it's your uh most basic uh foot in the door to racing and it's a sealed engine for when it comes to to racing with these uh uh in in, in this class so basically you know you, there's there's not too much maintenance to it uh, it's a four-stroke engine right very simple um but of course there, there's all kinds of regulations you must follow so i went out there and um we uh out, out of my own money I, I went and found some uh Found a go kart, and I said, "All right, let's play around with it and see what we can do." You know, yeah. Um, so our our kids, um, I I brought it up to to uh, my partner, and um, I said, "Hey, man, you know wh- what do you think of this?" And he was right on. He, he jumped on board for it. He said, "I'm sure the kids will love it." You know, because they're they know the the Bricks and Stratton uh, engine, and it'll it's something they're familiar with. So it's not something out of their Out of their reach, but it's something new and and different, you know.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. So, how do you guys handle the uh, your um, how do you handle your uh, your Briggs and Stratton or your small engine class? Uh, You know, just giving insight. Like, what I do is, uh, I, I I take two kids on an engine. We run the engine and we tear it apart, like down to nothing. Put it all back together and run it again. Carburetors sort of a separate, advanced next step. I just we just we just run it on like uh, starter fluid just to get it kick over and keep it going. Right, and yep. uh, that's kind of what we do. Um, it takes a while because we only see that I only see them for forty minutes a day uh, during non-COVID time. You know, pre-COVID. Uh, how, how do you guys handle that? uh you know you know your small engine class is it what do you do
1: so as as you may know you know you tell a kid it's small engine and they go what's that and you show them the small engine they go well that's a lawnmower i don't want to learn how to run a lawnmower Ah. Um, so (laughs) when i first started i I started looking you know doing my own research and uh what i enjoy about our curriculum is that hey uh we 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 kind of uh Show our, our experience with it, and I go well. Small engines. Where does a, a dirt bike fall into place? Where does a, you know a, a, some type of farm equipment fall into place? A, a pressure washer, and uh, you know we we would have staff that would go, hey, I've got a four wheeler that doesn't run, and I go well, that's small engines, and and right away kids go, oh man, a a, a raptor or a banshee or something. I go, yeah, well, uh, if you know how to get this thing running. And and you know your 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 basics on an engine, um, you can get a jet ski going. You can get a boat going. Uh, totally, you know, two stroke, four stroke, and um, you know it all kind of intertwines. So that that was the way to to get them in the door. And then uh, what I, what I noticed that was that was huge with us is at first, you know, we're supposed to keep them separate: entry level kids and the advanced students, and our seniors and our our, our freshmen. And one day we, we 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 tested this out. I said let's let's bring them together and, and see what happens. You know, um, uh, it could have gone either way. I said this is going to be either uh, we're we're all going to learn from it. It's going to be a disaster. Uh, what's going to happen? And sure enough, these kids they are um, the, advanced students. were were basically explaining to freshmen what we're doing and what's going on and what's happening there. And and so it helped out because the freshmen were getting uh they were getting motivated and going hey will i be able to do that next year i'm like yeah totally you know um so so they look forward to to getting better with it because they know next year they're going to be doing a lot bigger things
0: that's pretty cool Yeah. so you start so it's kind of like the the freshmen see it as a gateway to the bigger engines oh yeah and there we go look at this This for example
1: this this engine here um so this student uh he brought he mentioned this engine to me now let me backtrack a little bit with this guy Uh, i've had him for three years um the whole school knows his name (laughs) and and uh from admins to to every teacher out there and every counselor knows his name and i said oh man okay he's still in my program what are we gonna do and he came in and he said uh he was a totally different person after after that last summer and uh he said hey i've got this engine at home that doesn't run and i'm gonna rebuild it and i said uh, okay and then he showed me the parts he, he he sent me a message on instagram he said hey i got the parts in they came in and i tore my engine apart i said uh all right okay perfect he said now i, I need to put it together i said yeah so what are you gonna do I'm, go- I'm gonna bring it to school tomorrow i said well okay what size engine is this again <laughs> he brought all the small stuff in his backpack in a crate on the bus on the school bus
4: oh wow
0: no way
1: yeah and so so he's trying to get through the doors in the morning and everybody's like what is all this oh that's for my auto tech class okay so he came in and and i said all right well um show me what you've got and and i'll i'll lead you you know in the right direction in case you get stuck well two days later uh now this is the guy in the in the black shirt that's the owner of the engine and the guy in the blue shirt he lives in his neighborhood and in in school they would never talk to each other and i didn't even know they were neighbors uh and then they started talking about it they started getting together and they got more students they're not even in this picture but they got more students involved in doing research um looking up um specifications and procedures and things like that for this engine and i had very little hopes of this engine running Hmm. and this guy puts it together takes it home in his backpack and that crate on the bus and then sends me that video with it running a couple of hours later. I go what?
0: <laughs> wow, so, oh, this one
1: Yeah, yeah uh, th- This this kid uh, he he enjoys he enjoys making you know all kinds of Modifications and moving things around and checking to see what what happens if I turn this screw to the left a quarter turn What happens if I turn it to the right a quarter turn mm. and so I I've always uh? I, I wasn't aware of of his uh his abilities but uh but now this whole school year i'm like all right you guys figure it out he knows uh his way around timing and and positions and clocking things and stuff like that so he's got that ability right there where uh some of us even as adults we struggle with you know when when you give us nine different gears and and uh and we go, okay, we got to put this gearbox together. How, do, how does this work?
0: <laughs> that's a great, that's a great story. That's pretty cool. And, uh, pretty brave of you as, as a teacher to take in like a wild project. You know, I call them wild because you never know what's going to happen. If it's live, if it's someone else's project. You don't know if you get all the parts and stuff. And, right. um, you know, what's good is that, uh, you know, I usually do stuff where I know all the answers like, uh, uh, the Briggs and Stratton, I have all the parts, I got all the stuff, you know, whereas if you take in a project from outside, it's, you know, there's a lot of variables.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's always that. So I was a, a little bit, um, um, uh, I wasn't sure how to answer when he said, Hey, can I bring my engine to school? Because, you know, if you reject them, then he'll never have that interest. Yeah. Uh, but if you tell him, yeah, uh, you know, we, we can get into all kinds of adventures, um, for lack of better words,
0: <laughs> that's cool. Now, now, so under normal circumstances, what do you have like like an engine for every two kids or something like that, or maybe an engine for every three kids?
1: We we try to put about four to five kids uh, per per project per group. So okay,
0: that makes sense.
1: And and we we um one thing I've always noticed is uh, diversity. You know, like you'll have uh, like like that student that. He'll remember timing marks, and he'll know very specific specifications for for engines and things like that. Then there's the other kids that are like, "Hey, if this is not gonna work, we're gonna use this other tool and and get that going." So everybody brings something different to the table, and it's I try to put them in a in a way where once they make it to the industry, that's kind of how they're gonna work. You know, usually in a shop or in some type of a uh, uh, group in in a dealership, like the way that Toyota does, and um plus it gets them mingling and 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 uh, uh teamwork is, is 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 huge for them because they don't talk to each other much <laughs> that's funny <laughs> they'll rather text each other
0: <laughs> yeah is there any, any other shop teachers in here do uh small engines
4: uh years. did it at my last school we did um just small engines for you. And also car, general car maintenance. Nice. So, rebuild a small engine, set it up on some form of rack that we could sit in the classroom just to see if it was running because it wasn't when I brought it in. And so the kids had a wind with that. And then the rest was just general maintenance of your vehicle.
0: That's pretty good. Did you, did you re- rebuild it more than once or is it just one time and then you kind of…
4: It was it just there? the one time, yeah.
0: Because it's hard. They they kind of don't they don't like going it back together that much. Uh, because uh, p- kids over torque the bolts a lot. Yeah, like um, but if you can get them to be careful with the torque settings, you can actually do this several times on one engine.
4: Yeah, we had a, a couple of car engines in the room, but apparently, like before I got there, one of the staff went through and decided to clean up the room and ended up throwing out um. On rods and oh, yeah. all sorts of little parts that we missing so the motors were useless oh
0: yeah 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 yeah. interesting uh nick you do any uh 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 automotive or uh small engines
2: we used to but uh we lost interest and uh we we've stopped running it but the uh local boat tech center still has a pretty good program going on
0: okay okay and uh uh uh, let's see Kirk you're doing Kirk does robotics Kirk seemingly normal-looking dude Uh-uh-uh. He he's got like robots that will like terrorize your nightmares, you know, like <laughs> They get but uh, do you get to do any uh, automotive small engine stuff? Not really it's just not there's I'm the only person
5: at the high school So it's there's just only so many things we can do during the year. So that was yeah. one of the things that fell to the wayside
0: yeah. It's not easy to do because, like they were saying, like the engine, you you know, there's a lot of bits and pieces. You can only have a certain amount of kids work on it at a time, you know, and then also the torque setting. Hey, uh, David, what's your biggest uh, problem with the small engines? Like what do you come across that you wish you could solve maybe?
1: Um, biggest problem w- with – with the engine says, um, like you said, carburetors. Um, oh, yeah. When it comes to carburetors, you'll, you'll, I'll, I'll talk to the kids, and I'll say, hey, look, this is not an assembly screw. This is a air fuel mixture screw, so you don't need to remove this to take it apart. Um, and, and I'll ask uh, here and there, I'll say, hey, how many turns did you, did you back that out? Uh, I don't remember. I go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So this is what's going to happen in, uh, in, in a uh, in, in a real world setting, you know. The
0: carburetor, the carburetor is an issue. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. It's a nice one. Uh, you know, I show them the Bernoulli principle. It's funny that the carburetor actually is half of a toilet bowl, and half of a sp- of a air of a spray gun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, if you got a spray gun, you could show them how it sucks the. The air out of the out of the bowl, and if you got a toilet bowl, I mean, everybody knows that you don't have to bring in a toilet bowl. But everybody knows that's how the float refills the bowl. It's pretty funny, right? You know, uh, but the adjustment, yeah, and then you have the, the jetting, and you can change the jets, and da da da. You know, it gets crazy. Uh, interesting. Now, do you do uh, horizontal shaft engines or vertical shaft, or just whatever you can get your hands on?
1: Mainly horizontal. Okay. Uh, because yeah. that way we can attach them to, you know, a- anything out there. But um, every yeah. once in a while, like uh, this past year, we had a, a pressure washer uh, that uh, that was a, a vertical shaft yep. pump, and uh, yeah, the kids, some of them went, uh, "How does this work?" We're <laughs> if you look under it. <laughs> I said, yeah. "Built it." <laughs> yeah, said everything's working the same way, basically.
0: And and uh, everybody knows what question's coming next for me. How do you mount this to the table? <laughs> <laughs> because wait, I should tell you, I'm working on a mounting system that will help shop teachers like yourself. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, pushing that. I just want to know what you do on
1: um, the uh, the vertical shafts. You mean?
0: Yeah, in ge- like yeah. What what would you do to mount the engine on the table, or how do you run it? Like how do you, do you run it? do you buy the the old greenie stand from from the catalog
1: no what we did was um, two pieces
0: of wood or what do you do
1: yeah we had some old uh pieces of wood laying around there about uh two feet by three feet and just mounted on there now the the vertical ones of course a hole in the middle yeah and uh and and put it up high enough to where we can see the action under it and because we, we figured out, hey, we can put a, a a lawnmower up on a stand or something, without the blade. But um, you know, they they weren't interested in looking at the bottom of a lawnmower. <laughs>
4: oh, that's funny.
1: So then they go, hey, I go, can we build this stand? And and then they they felt more involved because they were also. Oh, you mean you board. guys
0: built a stand, and that was kind of the curiosity.
1: Right, right. Um, and see, oh, I never thought about that's that. another thing where I don't um I don't teach welding. Um, and, and whenever they ask me about welding, I go, well, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've baked a cake before. I I know how to make a cake and and I've painted my house before, but I'm not a painter and I'm not a baker. (laughs) So if, if it's, uh, on survival mode, yes, I can bake. (laughs) That's a good analogy. With welding, same thing with welding. Yeah. Um, we, we have the welding equipment, but, uh, no welding class. So. Oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we've got it all there, and uh, and oh, my students, So sometimes I I think every year I've had a student that either comes from a family of welders or or has welded before. So I use them so that we can all learn from it, and uh, and then the student feels you know, hey, I'm, I'm involved in this because I'm part of the the teaching process.
0: That's so cool. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I have a. I, I do a welding class. I do a cr- outside of school as well. I do a crash course, uh, three hours. You go from zero to to understanding the liquid that when you're melting it. You know what what's yeah. happening. Yeah, mostly stick, and then we do a little MIG. Uh, but yeah, if you ever need any welding uh, uh, help, I got your back.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or as much as I can do over the phone, and then if I come across the country, we'll I'll I'll stop by. Nice, you know. Uh, cool, man. This is pretty cool. So now, what is the relationship to
4: uh,
0: UTI? Because if you take a look here at the map, it's pretty wild. Your school is literally right down the block.
1: Yeah, yeah. So our um, our our AutoTech program, at one point, we did not have a uh, a shop. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard to believe, but uh, but we didn't have a shop, so we, we had a partnership with uh, Universal Technical Institute, and we used to bus our students down to one of their open base and, and um, not only use their facility, but that would also get the kids uh, basically a, a tour of, of, of their uh, campus. So uh, in the wrong spot.
0: I got to find it.
1: Yeah, and and they would enjoy that as well since it was you know right down the street from us. Yeah, uh, that's so cool. It's a huge campus. If you go into uh, the satellite mode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like all of that right there really? is theirs. Yeah, and then all of those warehouses across the street as well is theirs.
4: Whoa.
1: Yeah, all of that in the background, that's theirs. So. Wow. Yeah, that's except amazing. that part. Yeah, yeah that's
0: but, uh, amazing. There's a lot going on here.
1: We uh, we go down there once a year for their uh, top tech challenge competition, oh, and wow. uh, and our students get to see you know different uh, different schools competing there. Uh, the people that drive in from you know eight, 10 hours away from uh, from us, and um, we're literally right there. I mean, oh, we, the, we all watch. this, yeah,
0: wow, no kidding, that is awesome. That's a lot going on. And then you're just up the block. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just lagging. Here you go.
1: Right there. And actually, right. if you zoom out a little bit, um, so you can see right there towards the bottom of the property, towards the south of the property, you can see construction going on. Yeah. So that, that's our new building. Uh, that's the new facility we started using this year. Oh, that's so cool. Um, So they don't have the updated uh, aerial view yet, but our shop is part of that new facility, so we're we're not even uh, on the map yet.
0: (laughs) Wow, no kidding. Maybe sometimes the street view is updated.
1: Right, so let's see.
0: Oh, look, yeah, construction.
1: Yeah, you can see the construction going on.
0: Yeah, no kidding. That's wild. That's (laughs) great, and so you got a brand new shop.
1: Right, right. It's a, it's a new shop, and uh, we're actually still using the old shop as well. So we have both shops: um, the one that we started off with, and our, our new facility, which um, which helps us out because um, you know you'll always have long term projects and and quick stuff that you got to work with in and out and things like that. Um, so we're uh, we're definitely packed, and it's a it's a popular program
0: here's like a video that we saw we found online is this the old shop
1: no this is from from uti actually
0: oh no kidding
1: yeah yeah that was their facility this this uh this group of students actually um they're they're pretty successful in the automotive industry right now so oh wow yeah they did quite some stuff Uh,
0: so so these are your students articulating over at UTI because at the time you didn't have the program. Is that right?
1: Correct, correct. If, if you notice on, on the title, it says "New Automotive Career Pathway," so it was wow. it was a completely new uh, program for us, and um, we we weren't sure how it was going to stick. You know, um, and we're, we're the only the only school in the district with the program, so um, every high school in the district has their has has their highlight program. Um so we we were the ones with automotive and we said hey let's see if this is gonna gonna stick here or or if they're gonna move it to a different school or what you know
0: yeah that's pretty cool
1: that that guy with the uh with the hat and the blue shirt he works on supercars now no way. Um, yeah yeah so he's he's always been uh uh uh, he, he started off at bmw right after high school and 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 then all of a sudden i wake up one day and i see his instagram with Nothing but Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and uh, oh my God, no! It was always about high class. So
0: <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny is I got a buddy who uh, you know th- those cars will teach you a lot about uh, physics and engineering. You know, I got a buddy who uh, didn't go to college, but he he used to put twin turbos on Lamborghinis. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, in like a like a hot rod shop, you know, and um, or like a tuner shop or whatever. And uh, then he got into manufacturing, um, just at first as a as a welder, and then as a fabricator. And then he started his own company in the in the what they call the package industry. So it's like, uh, just think of a ketchup packet. Ketchup packet is two pieces of film that come down. It seals. Then the squirt the ketchup. It seals the side, seals the top, and cuts it, and then drops it down into the box. Well. You you want to go really fast, so there's machines that do this, and the funny thing is that the the guy who never went to school for engineering but studied automotive, um, he's the one who can make this mach- Who designs a machine that's faster than the other machines? So the company right. hire him to design and install these machines. So automotive, I think, has the surrounding idea that that's the only way you're going to go once you get into automotive but really automotive is just it's just one application of engineering and mechanics right it's-
1: exactly and when and you know knowledge- we're, we're out there uh, as, as shop teachers um i think we're out there in an uh, in a point in, in time where it, it's a turning point right now where um i mean it's been for a few years where when i was in high school we didn't have a uh, shop class and they took it away because they figured hey uh, you guys don't need it it's gonna be you know a four-year college for you and and that's where success is at and um, so they took it away and I was I, I come from an automotive uh, uh, family in a, a automotive industry and I said man uh, you guys used to have a shop class like what you know that that would be awesome uh, well then later on 10 15 years later they figured out hey uh, we've got all kinds of four-year degrees everywhere and now we don't have anybody to fix our cars <laughs> right, right? Right. or people losing real touch where, um, you know, you, you, you learn a lot, whether it's, uh, physics, chemistry, uh, math, and, uh, just by tinkering with a car or, or an engine or anything that moves, you know, and, uh, you can take a, take your refrigerator apart and you can figure out a lot of stuff, you know? <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Um, you know, we got a similar story. Like I, I didn't have shop class growing up. And, uh, it's amazing to me because that's all I wanted to do was, uh, work on cars. So I used to go to junkyards and, uh, uh, the guy thought I was stealing, um, parts, uh, because I didn't, I didn't buy anything. I didn't have a car to work on. I was just like in there and I would take a little sketch pad and I would draw the cars and stuff. And, and, um, so, you know, You know, you'll find a way, but it's true. If they had the shop classes, I probably would have got a head start. And the funny thing is, the more I get into cars, the more I get into physics and engineering. So um, cars are sort of just a pathway, you know, and uh, it's a very attractive pathway because it's speed and style and you can do performance. You can figure stuff out, comfort, you know. So it's got a great – and and there's like some nostalgia too, the old school cars and whatnot. So yeah, I mean it's funny. So this is across the country. So I graduated in ninety five and you're telling me you they took away the shop class. What year did you graduate? Sorry to give away your age there.
1: Oh man.
0: Okay, <laughs> shit. Oh man. All right. Give us a ballpark. Is uh, it, it in the nineties or in the two thousands? It,
1: it was two thousand and five
0: oh oh my god he's a baby he's
1: a I'm baby. still a kid man
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> now I'm feeling old
0: yeah now we're this is all right we're old it's, all right. it's a state of mind anyway but yeah so but you know and it's true because they still haven't replaced a lot of them luckily they got this new thing they call stem and steam and and they renamed it a little you know now it's the, you know they put the engineering class with the the, the you know mechanics and engineering class
1: right oh yeah and 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 that's the um that was the connection because um, I, I don't know on y'all's case but so for us administration will ask okay how do you connect this to to the student to uh, to their future and how is this going to help them in their core classes um so a lot of our a, a lot of our uh, career and technical uh programs and departments they were going what do you mean how am i supposed to teach culinary arts and somehow connected to to science or math or history and here i'm thinking man this is it i go where do you want me to start yeah uh i go first of all history you know there's history there there's physics there's math there's uh geometry there's chemistry and uh so anything that they wanted us to connect it to we figured out a way to to get it there you know uh we we had a a group that was struggling with english so for a second we sat there and we go oh man how do you connect it and i go okay perfect how do you write out repair orders you know um you go to an audi dealership you're gonna be expecting audi type of language on a piece of paper and if you just tell them hey we change your oil they're probably not gonna like those words so (laughs) you know um and so we started throwing all that around and administration really saw that it wasn't just about you know just wrenches and and you know breaking things and and loud engines um that there was a there was a connection to to everyday life basically
0: absolutely um there is i'm gonna try and find the guy's name i can't find it right now but there's a guy who works at nasa that used to do custom motorcycles and uh Am I crazy or is NASA close to you, right?
1: It's, it's fairly close. It's about an hour and a half away.
0: I mean, he's, he's in the, you know, I, anyway, so he Probably based... Probably in
1: Clear Lake. Where is it? Clear Lake, Texas. Oh, yeah? Is, it, it's still the Houston area. Um, yeah, and here in Houston, you can drive two hours and you're still in Houston. So oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Fishing
0: control, is that over here? Let's see. Directions. Oh, yeah. Clear Lake. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, how do you spell that name again? Let's see. Uh, Oh, here it is. I got it. Oh, there we go. It's like under and out. Yeah, that's wild. So and so he started out with um, as a custom motorcycle builder and I think he was on some of the shows and whatnot. And then he, he kind of, yeah, and he switched gears and got into uh, 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 engineering school and then went to uh, – and then got a job at – got an internship at NASA and uh state. And what they said to him, which he wanted to make sure that he told me about, was that the old guys and girls who work at the – you know, who work there, they said – you're the ones we want. We want the people that have hands-on skills, and the and the engineer brain to do the work at NASA because uh, they're the best ones. You know. So he wanted. Right. So we were having this conversation over Instagram one time. He says, "I should let you know that the senior people here, the staff at NASA, they they love the fact that he was a uh, you know uh, like an automotive mechanic or or motorcycle mechanic first. Because then, when he goes to do something, it's not like, "Oh, what? What's a wrench? Or how do you turn this thing?" Or you know, so he can do all of it. He can do the the, the you know the uh, calculations plus the hands-on. You know, right. so That makes you very valuable.
1: Oh, that's huge! Yeah, and we have students like that. Um, I had a student that designed a uh, go kart frame, and this was about two years ago, I would say, when I first had him, and then this year he. Well, he gave me the design, He just a sketch. And uh, I found the sketch in one of my files, and uh, and I, I brought it to him a couple of months ago, and I showed it to him. He goes, what is this? And I said, you don't remember? And he goes, whoa, this is, I drew that? And I said, yeah, yeah. So the guy was, was uh, he's, he's pretty good with designing stuff with, um, you know, real utility in mind. So I said, okay, here's some square tubing. And uh, y'all play around with uh, cutting it and angles. And he goes, well, I don't know how to weld. And right away, somebody else jumped in the class. Oh, oh nice. I said, OK, I'll show you all the basics, the 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 safety part of it. I don't care what you do with it. Let's see what y'all can come up with. And and sure enough, more students started to gather along. And, and uh, you know, they, they were all working in the team. Not only did I help this guy out that he thought I had just taken a sketch and just dumped it in the garbage but um he was bringing it to life and he's always said hey i want to design stuff and he's he's very good with with a micrometer and he's very good with the, the precision stuff and he's also good with the hands-on so that's the type of people that uh like like you said you know they make it out there and valuable
0: i found it i found him chad the engineer and uh you know you, like look at his instagram it's it's like here's some car stuff Oh so, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh season opener, he's dropping the transmission, he's taking it out for I guess it's a racer. Uh, he's got and then he does these funny things. You know, he's into biking or whatever. Uh, it was a ridiculous shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But the guy's also <clears throat> working at NASA. Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Yeah, he's here it is. Uh, I guess he's getting some tattoo. Look, he tattooed the freaking uh, Mars rover or whatever.
4: Yeah.
0: This guy's nuts. Look at this. This is nah. a NASA vehicle that's. Ta- this is so funny. This is a guy getting tattoos of NASA equipment on his on his on his arm. <laughs> is that his armpit? Jeez, I don't even know what, what I'm looking at here. Bicep. <laughs> oh, by, look at this. This is the ta- this is. Is this breaking
1: stereotypes right here? This guy's working for NASA. Yeah, this
0: is like hilarious.
1: And 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 see, that's the um that's the thing where I tell I tell my guys, I go, you know, you you can go out there and do whatever you want, you know, and and if you see this guy out there that you're showing us, if you see him and you tell somebody this guy works for NASA, they will they would probably just laugh, you know? Look at this guy. Uh, yeah (laughs) he's
0: out of his mind. It's great. That's really funny. Yeah so what okay yeah so he does Native Texan, NASA mechanical engineer, Miata racing. I guess he does coffee as well. He's building oh, man. Coffee, you know look at this guy he's got like 10,000 followers. Jeez Jesus. That's awesome. but yeah this is this is what the new thing is is that what we thought was I, I guess in the 90s they had like a over cautious reaction. To people working with their hands, and so they took all the shops away, and they're like, "No, you have to go to college." Meanwhile, this guy, yeah, he went to college, but after he was a mechanic. Um, so it's kind of like you know, things have things have come full circle finally, and it, you know, the reality is hitting that you need people that know how to do both the hands-on work and the calculations to run right, it exactly. That. Yeah, and and you know we. Uh What's that, Kirk? Can't all sit at desks, right? You
5: have
1: doers, yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> I, I always say, you can't read a book about how to ride a bicycle. You know, you, you know, you got to actually ride the bicycle.
1: Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah. We, uh, uh, like I said, just when it comes to precision and, and things like that, of course, you don't just throw a a. a, a first timer out there and just do whatever you want with it um but there's got to be a way to get in there uh i I explained this to an administrator one time i said whether you know how to dance or not there was a point where you had to first stand out there and say hey let's give it a shot and how are they doing it how am i making mistakes and how am i going to get better with it um and 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 i try to make it into a, a a way that administration can understand it um because they, they don't see much past our doors you know unless they have to come in and see things and every once in a while I go hey just come inside for thirty seconds real quick and see what they're doing and they go man they did that I'm like yeah yeah that there there there's so much capability out there you know
0: <laughs> nice nice um did uh did I? I think did I lose my place? We were talking about a certain category you entered for the go karts. Um,
1: uh, oh yeah, so um, so I haven't started racing yet, but yeah. I'm getting there. Um,
0: That's okay. But so, how do you know like what specs like and what category you're in? Is oh, it not, so is research. it just the engine or is it or is it also? like the size of the chassis or something like that well
1: yeah the, the size of the chassis also and um the age of the racer and also their weight so combined weight between the the equipment and and the driver um all of that comes into play so you may have a 16 year old kid that races with a 45 year old in the same category Um uh, and I'm just throwing numbers out there. I'm not a, I'm not a, yeah, yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there's plenty of, um, uh, of different rules to it. Um, a lot of research and, and, and I always explain that to all my students too, because they go, uh, wait, why are we watching videos on people doing burnouts and donuts? And I go, there's a reason. And, uh, you know, they enjoy it. They're not complaining. But the, one, one of my kids came in and he's like, how do you tie this in? And I said, look at the physics of a car and what it's doing and how do you try to do that with a different vehicle with a front wheel drive vehicle is it possible to do it with a with the minivan i mean and uh they go are are we just killing time i go no that explain to them the difference between screwing around and 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 and, and scientific research is writing it down <laughs> so yeah yeah. And then we started debate with the kids. They go, "Yo, oh, you can't drift with a front-wheel drive car. Oh, yes, you can. And I've, I've seen this and I've seen that. I said, okay, show us. And uh, so then it gets everybody involved. Um, so like I said, with the go-karts, we started doing a bunch of research all over the place. And um, we would just put it up on the projector and see, and see what we find. Um, so I did find out, so this was towards the end of the school year, right? So we didn't get to do too much with it other than run it, drive it, and play around with it. But um, it definitely sparked interest in a lot of our students to where they go, ooh, you know, can I, can I join that group of kids that's out there playing with the, with the go-kart? And so I'm thinking for next year, well, for, for this uh, coming up school year, we want to put a group of our advanced students and maybe mix in some of our uh, intermediate level students and um, give them their go-kart and start from scratch uh to where they they build the engine uh the wow. breaks together and things like that and and test out just different components you know um so i think it'll be something different for them and and it'll pique their interest as well with uh with small engines because like i said as, as you guys know where small engines they think oh it's a lawnmower and i don't want to be a lawnmower mechanic <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my God. There's so much
5: more they can do,
1: right? Yeah. Right. So um, I brought in a. Um, uh, she was 16 at the time, a motorcycle racer. Um, where uh, I, I, I talked to her, I met her on Instagram. She was local, and and I was seeing, you know, she was racing different styles of motorcycles, and um, I, I noticed that she was homeschooled. So I said, "Perfect, can you come in as a guest speaker?" And uh, she brought in her uh one of her sponsors her manager her parents uh she brought in three different bikes and the students were like whoa what is this this is cool and they were asking you know if if uh, our, our our female students were also asking like so which one of these guys drives the, the motorcycle and this short little 110 pound girl shows up from behind them yeah and goes, that's mine <laughs> so they were like whoa this i can do this and i can learn this and um so that that helped them out as well because they go how do you tie this in and i said well that's a small engine yeah i, I can't give you an ASC certification and then uh you know you're not going to know what to do with what with, with this uh street bike or this dirt bike and uh so i said that's where small engines come into play mm-hmm. uh so that was also another part of hey you know is this something i can do
0: <laughs> yeah plus small engine i mean they- they do everything. I mean, it's a generator uh, 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 power pressure washers, water pump, you know, emergency equipment. Uh, geez, uh, how many, if you know any tree arborists, they're making They're. I got friends that make a lot of money trimming the trees. I mean, crazy money, you know, oh,
1: like, huge. Yeah.
0: like enough money that they could buy a truck with a crane on it. Like they start by climbing the tree. With their friends and they got a rope and And then do that for a decade and after a decade they got enough money to buy a a crane truck yeah Uh, and they buy a bigger crane truck and that you know that's all small engines just uh you know the 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 the, um chainsaw and whatnot pretty cool man i found a little video here uh just showing a little i see how to start racing lo206 and we don't have to watch the whole thing, but I'm just giving you a little. So I wonder if you can design, are you going to design and build your own chassis or are you going to buy a chassis or you don't know yet?
1: So um, we want to build that design that uh, my student had made. We want to build that first. Oh yeah. We're one of our normal bricks and strad engines. And uh, uh, we have a, a lot of parts there that we can throw in, into that. And uh, I think I've seen this video before. This guy's very helpful too. Oh, nice. Um, so we want to build that first and actually have them see their their, their project come to fruition you know and um i mean they, they once they see whatever they they planned out or design once they see it that it's a tangible item that they can they can play with or or show off um they're, they're they start getting more interest in and in, you know getting deeper with it and more advanced uh and it also helps that you know, we, we, we have our, our shop parking lot that they can show off their, their, their toys with and oh, yeah? the school gets to see it. And they, it doesn't take two minutes before somebody will start texting them and saying, hey, what are you guys playing with? What are you all doing out there? Whose car is that? Or, or, or what's going on in the shop? Um, so we, we, we want them to show off their their projects and their skills first, and then uh, and then we can jump into, hey, let's buy a chassis that's, uh, that, that meets all the specs and things like that.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, come on. How exciting is this? I mean, this is yeah, like. Yeah,
5: has that really nice track right around that big square field, a rectangular field. That's right. <laughs> for, for racing.
0: Yeah. We're mind it all. <laughs> that would be good. This is wild. I mean, look at this. Like, come on. This is exciting stuff that is
1: awesome oh yeah and and we also show you know um like uh, the week right before school ended i was showing karting accidents uh to where it makes it more real because i always show them hey you know just like our safety courses and training um i show them hey there's a potential for another cart to roll up behind you and run over you or or throw you off the track and and you flip around and the only protection is that helmet and and your gloves and Um, you know, it's, there's real dangers, and some of them, they, they, they get a little bit more, uh, they, they take a step back and they go, okay, this is serious. And some of them go, all right, we can break some bones. Let's do this. You know, (laughs) it goes either way with them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, this is awesome, man. This is great stuff you're doing. Uh, you got to keep us in the loop, you know, let us know what's going on
1: oh definitely definitely yeah and and we uh, we keep planning like um uh, throughout the in the next couple of days and then in, uh, in about two more weeks we're we're planning for this uh for this next school year as to what else we're going to do to to keep the the students interested and not only that but to to attract the middle school students uh to when when they're planning out their their uh pathways and and their their classes for for high school they go hey i want to be in there you know
0: Oh, you know, uh, uh, Duke's the man on that. Uh, he teaches the middle school. He just left the room for a minute, but I guess he'll come back. And then, uh, yeah, and uh, he, yeah, Duke. What do you think? How do you keep the middle school kids engaged and get them ready for the for uh, David's high school class? What do you suggest? Same
2: thing: using their hands, getting them excited about using their hands. <clears throat> nice, nice. Yeah, I got him in sixth grade. You know. There's a little – the we do the uh, Pinewood Derby cars still. Oh, really? Yeah, there's still, like, a lot of design aspects uh, involved in that. So I tell them, first 11 days, you're using your brain, and then the, uh, the second 11 days, you're using your muscles. You know, these kids, they haven't used hand tools before, so they're sweating more in shop class than they are in gym class. <laughs> you know, but – you know they appreciate it when they're done with it and they have a nice uh product. You know, you can tell they're proud of their uh craftsmanship, most of them, you know. So they want to go on to the next grade, seventh grade. They can't with the kid when they you know they like your class when they run, they run to the class. You know, you can't fault yeah. them running in the hallways when they run into your class. You know, it's it's pretty cool.
1: So, uh, one cool. uh, one thing I did uh, when was it about two three years ago, maybe. Um, I, I play around with, uh, nitro RC cars, nitro, nitro, uh, remote control cars. And, um, one time they had been sitting for a while and I said, I don't have time to get them running and, you know, you have to, uh, clean out uh, carburetors and things like that. And it's just like a full size vehicle, clean out the, uh, the fuel tank and batteries and things like that. So I said, let me take both of my cars up to the school and, and, and play around with them and have the students, uh do some of the work so it caught their eye big time because number one a lot of these students hadn't seen they didn't know this type of stuff existed they go this is a real engine i go yeah it's a, it's a two-stroke engine um and, it, and it's got an exhaust it's got a carburetor a fuel system and uh it's got a computer you know some some type of controller and suspension and all that well the next semester after that uh we were able to purchase through the school uh six remote control cars and they're all nitro methane uh none of them are electric uh even though it was easier for us to drive them uh i said no we we want to you know break them and fix them and drive them again you know and um so that's what we do on our off time or if we're uh we're, we're we're you know we're done with with our lesson or something we go out into the parking lot and uh, race them. And, uh, I noticed that the kids, some of them would say, Hey, um, I've got one of those at home. Okay, perfect. You want to bring it up to the school? Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to, you know, mine's faster than yours. Okay. We'll see. We'll see on Friday, you know? And, um, so that, that caught them big time because number one, you can hear it screaming down the parking lot and, uh, kids are looking out the window from different classrooms. And, and again, they're asking, Hey, what is that? What are you guys doing there? Um, uh, what what, what what was that stuff y'all were playing around with? Is that a real engine? You know, <laughs> so th- we, we we throw that in for all of our classes, not just small engines, but everyone out there.
0: That's awesome. I, I've got some, uh, some, well, I guess they're smaller engines, but the, uh, yeah, I've got little, little engines like that, the ones that fit in your hand. Yeah. I got a friend who's into the airplanes, and man, does he have a collection. He's got like, over a hundred of those in his basement oh man and yeah, a, that,
1: that's a yeah. whole different animal when you start doing uh three-dimensional yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, t- I, t- I tell people i can only go left and right forward and back but once you start going up and down yeah
4: <laughs> but they're cool because they're
5: yeah what's that kirk side a lot of stuff to hit up there yeah you don't want to be hitting the telephone poles and light posts and
0: yeah. what goes oh, yeah. up
1: must come down Definitely.
0: So that's great that you do the nitro cars. So is it uh those are and those are like two strokes, right? I think.
1: Yep.
0: That's awesome. So you gotta mix a little bit of oil with the and it's interesting because it's different than a four stroke because there's no valves. I mean there's right. valves, but it's like a side valve, you know? Or a right or something like that. You know, it's when the piston slides down it it's a pathway.
1: Exactly. And and you know they um they get to understand a lot of different um, branches of, of of a car, a lot of different sections of, you know, so we we play around with suspension adjustments, uh, our brakes, things like that, um, and and you know we'll we'll have different cars and and and, and showing off, you know, how does four wheel drive work? How does reverse work? We some of our cars are, are uh, have a two speed transmission similar to a Honda transmission. So we'll take how those part.
0: How do you switch the two speed? Does it switch automatically, or do you got to click on the controller?
1: It's got a uh, centrifugal uh, uh, oh. clutch inside that'll that'll grab on.
0: That's interesting.
1: So so and yeah, it's that, basically, that helps.
0: It's basically like a robot, but with uh with a uh, with a organic fuel.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's an organic fuel robot. You know or, or internal combustion engine robot you know
1: right Which right is they, interesting you know uh like i said it uh they, they see it and they think it's a toy and and they go wait how fast can these things go and i go yeah they, oh, yeah. they, they can move and they can also shatter two pieces so you know uh i that, started out the, with
0: the, the i figured we call it but the fox the when i was a kid What's it called? The fox. A, uh, what's the popular brand with a T? Trexus? Tamiya.
1: Oh Tamiya. Oh oh yeah. Okay okay. Tamiya uh,
0: Fox was it? I can't remember. Uh, Let's see. Uh, but that was the beginning. Uh, does anybody else here do? Does anybody here do remote control cars with their kids? With like gas gas remote control cars? <laughs> see um yeah that's not yeah tamaya that's it uh that's not easy to do what you're doing there because you gotta have the parts but that's great wait how did you order them for the school is there a uh, catalog you went to
1: well that yeah that was a whole other uh adventure there um yeah oh this, yeah see those this is this is it right here
0: this oh, is like old my old childhood boy. what yeah That's that's old time there yeah, I'm
5: old. I'm old.
0: Yeah. yeah D- David's like, uh, guys, I'm not that old. This is He's yeah, like, I totally saw that in the garbage pail. Oh
1: man. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a whole nother adventure there because, the, um, I, I wrote a proposal, uh, to the district and, um, they said, well, of course you, you got to show why you're trying to buy a bunch of toys. And uh, to them, they go. Wait, are are these toys? Are these full size? Some of them wouldn't understand the concept. And I explained to them how you know there's less of a risk for the students to get hurt, and this is for entry level. Uh, you know, if you don't want to put a kid out there playing with with, with full size brakes, you can show how brakes work on this, and you can take this to any classroom. And um, so, so we 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 won our grant. Now they oh, said great. okay. How do you buy this? Because you, you you've got to have an approved vendor through the district, and I don't think we have a an approved vendor right. <laughs> for this. Um, so I I ended up finding a store a, a supplier where the guy that owns the store um, he was a uh, he, he majored in in legal paperwork, and I don't know what else he did. <laughs> where he goes i will help make that connection to the kids and i was like dude y- you can wow. do that he goes it's all about language and i said yeah yeah it really is you know um so he helped out with the paperwork uh as, as to how to how to be able to to present it to the district and say hey we need a couple thousand dollars for this and uh and it worked out awesome because um uh, they even called us down to a meeting and said hey bring one of your cars and uh uh, this this was pre-COVID, of course, and they said, "Uh, you're gonna you're gonna come down to one of our district offices. Bring, you're gonna bring the cars, bring bring a student, and uh, show us what they've learned with this car." I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. That's so that, that awesome, was that was pretty man. good.
0: That's awesome. Now what? Um, that's so cool. By the way, they re-released. Uh, Tamaya now sells this one because it was such a old school, popular. You know, you can actually buy brand new, old school um, Tamiya Fox.
1: Yeah, yeah, which yeah, the nostalgia.
0: Yeah, which look at Kirk. He's he's gonna he's gonna either drool or cry. I can't tell what's gonna <laughs> happen here. <laughs> he's thinking about it. He's gonna buy one. You gonna buy one, Kirk? No, I don't think so. Ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> they weren't really good way back when either. They
5: were just ruined my
0: memories. Nah, these things were terrible. This is this is entry level garbage. This is not It's like br- bringing a RC car back
5: that you used to drive when you were a kid to your kids. So they're just they're, they're saying, "Hey, you know this one, dad? You can buy this."
2: <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do in TSA. There's a high school event all the old shop teachers, RC cars. Oh, no way.
4: That's
0: (laughs) funny. Now You you know, the the RC car thing is, is I think underrated, you know, David, I think you made the right move. You know, I'll give you an example of it working out really good. Um, There was a kid who wanted to work on uh, aviation, but I don't have like an aviation program. And so I was like, here's what we're going to do. You got to know what ailerons are and, the rudder and you got to know all this stuff. So we're going to, I'm going to get you a kit. So I, with my own money, cause I can't, like I said, you need a lawyer to make this happen. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, forget it. So with my own money, I went and bought, uh, what's called, it's going to sound funny. Cause it's a German name from world war two. It's called the Fokker and Decker. I know that sounds funny. I'm not usually I'm making jokes, but this <laughs> one actually called the, the Fokker and Decker. And, um, F-O-K-K. Anyway, so uh, uh, it's it's basically a really simple airplane and um, advanced at the time, I don't know, 19, you know, 14 or whatever. Who knows? And But what's cool is that that kid got about halfway through the build, and because he started to understand it better, he went to an aviation museum in Teterboro, New Jersey, and then he got so into it that he decided he's going to join um, – the Navy, but the, the the air division of the Navy oh, uh, as, a, as a Marine, which I – forgive me if I'm saying these things wrong. I don't understand the different departments and whatnot. But basically, he, he's a Marine in the Navy, but in their air, like for the aircraft carrier, but specifically working on the F-35. So he, he gets in touch with me. I don't know if you know. F-35 is like one of the most advanced fighter jets in the world and yeah. it, does, it does vertical takeoff and stuff. And he calls oh, me man. and he wanted to thank me for getting him into aviation and light and lighting that fire and getting the kid excited. So that was an RC car.
1: Man, it that's it.
0: RC car. So you get, you get them excited. You light the fire, you know, it's not the size, you know, it's like, it's just, can they make, can they do this thing? Does it work? Can they make it? Right. Can they actually drive it? It's, it, it all works, you know? There's
1: so and many man,
5: things
0: you
5: just never know what Kirk, what did you say? Sorry. There's there's so many things you can do with the RC, like there used to be a uh, a competition in TSA RC transportation. And in that particular event, they basically had to take an RC car or components of an RC vehicle and make it do something, a task oriented. They would pick something up or move something from, you know, point A to point B. And that's where my kids got into it because we I had, I don't know, when I'm in high school. So basically, once kids get their license, they have no interest in any of the RC car stuff they used to have. So right. you, you mentioned, hey, there, there's this, this competition for TSA you can do, and they bring in them boxes of stuff because they just want to get rid of it. You know, it's like, I'm not going to drive this again. I have my own car. Yeah. So you know, you, I, I got I still have boxes at school of old RC car stuff that kids you know brought in, and you can Frankenstein some really cool like like again task oriented robots etc. And the kids that used to do that or they led right into our robotics program. That's that's that was that transition because once the kids built that, they were able to. Drive. They were able to, you know, figure out the, you know, the the radio and the control and the, you know the servos, etc. That was a natural lead in to doing combat robots, and that's how we got started doing it. Yeah. So you know, that's awesome. We still play with the RC stuff. You know, that's that's never goes away because like a drone is all it is is an RC car that but flies. Same exact, you know, parts, speed controls,
0: everything else is the same. That's right. Yeah. David, what? Wh- which? Ki- which type of card did you buy?
1: Um, it was all Traxxas. Oh yeah. So, um, we have two of each. We, um, I wanted to make it easy, user friendly, and all full something like, like just T uh, R A X X A S. T R. Oh. P-R-A-X-X-I-S. Oh. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that's another reason Ron became a shop teacher. He can't spell. <laughs>
1: this
0: is, this is, that's, this is that's the, truth.
2: That's this the reason is, we all became shop teachers. Really. You yeah.
0: know, it's funny. I got, when I was, I, I'm so funny. I still use chalk on the board. Not lately because like no kids in the school. Now. But I'll be spelling something and I'll be like, how do you spell it? They're like, you know how to spell." spelling? like, this is not English class. I'm a shop <laughs> teacher. You got to go to another class.
5: You guys have spell check. Yeah. doesn't
0: have spell check. Yeah, it's <laughs> unnecessary. So which one did you get?
1: So uh, we got two Nitro slash two-wheel drives. So you see them up on the top to the right on your screen. So we got two of those. We got two Traxxas um, T-Maxes. Oh, T-Max's. here. And then we got one Jado and one um, Revo. So we, we got a little bit of everything because I know we've got the guys that can really drive the pro stuff. We've got the kids that just want to mash and bash all kinds of stuff. And that's where the, the, the T-Max comes into play. Yeah. Because uh, that thing can go anywhere and it can take a beating. Yeah. Um, so, cool. so, and, and the kids said, well, how fast do these go? I go, well, let me show you this one. And we've got one that I think does about 72 miles per hour. Uh, so that that really grabs their attention big time. The Jado, uh, the Jado goes goes pretty fast. Uh, Where's the Jado? Oh, that, well, that one doesn't do seventy two miles per hour. Uh, but that's uh, let me show you. Go towards the bottom. If you exit out of that last picture you had, I think it, it popped up uh, right on top. Right on top of that.
0: Oh wow! Um, Look at that.
1: I think that one does about fifty something. But man. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh that that shows a lot of precision and it sharpens a lot of this the, the, the kids' skills uh, when it comes to hand eye coordination. Um, e- even some adults, uh, we we we've seen people that wow, look drive at this them, engine. you know coming back to you. Yeah, and that's the smaller engine.
0: Gee. Oh yeah, what size engine are the, the...
1: there's a, a three point three. Which is a little bit bigger.
0: Uh, oh wow! Look at that. Yeah, a little that. bit bigger
1: than that one. And and, I mean, and you
0: could probably. What's cool is nowadays you could like 3D print some parts as replacements.
1: Oh, definitely. Or you
0: could or you could cut parts. Um, maybe get them like laser. If you got a laser cutter, you could laser cut your parts. You know, you could right, like make right. your own stuff.
1: Yeah, w- w- one big thing that they like to mess with is suspension um so you can do all kinds of suspension modifications to these and they're able to see you know hey what happens if i put a spacer here what happens if i put a softer spring on there um you know we had one that we wrecked it uh coming off a ramp and it hit the curb and and one of the shocks just exploded in chunks and pieces Mm -hmm. and i go well uh let's find all the pieces and try to rebuild it it's just like a full-size shock you know it's just like a like a car uh when it's got a leaking shock it doesn't have uh uh you know the, the same qualities that it used to when it was brand new and sure enough they, it, it couldn't hold itself anymore it was just worn out wow so I'll there you to see all that
0: i you know i rebuilt i rebuilt the, the fox so many times because i jumped it off stuff and broke the chassis in half and i remember thinking to myself i, I cracked the chassis and i thought to myself oh my god this is ruined but if i could get another chassis all i gotta do is disassemble this entire vehicle and put it on a new chassis and i remember that being a daunting task but i saw it through and when you get back out there and get that thing running it's like you don't forget that like i still remember that you know (laughs) it's like amazing
1: oh yeah oh yeah and sometimes we have projects where um, you know they'll take forever to do something, and and I just lay back, and and let them make mistakes, make mistakes yeah. again, and and they get frustrated. They take a breather. They come back from lunch, and they play around with it. They come back after school, and I go up to them, and I just make a quick adjustment, and they go, "How? Why didn't you tell me this earlier?" I said, "Because then you'll never remember it. You'll never yeah. learn out of it." You know?
4: Yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: But I'm not here to make your life easy. I'm here to teach you something. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> you can't it's no soft stuff you gotta get it yeah they gotta earn it right you know look at this craziness let's see oh
2: this is definitely be a good outlet for a 3d printer
0: yeah a
2: lot of parts
0: yeah totally 3d print the parts change up you can make your own suspension arms or whatever
1: oh and yeah then, people make all kinds of custom parts
0: then, if you got your own laser cutter you could cut out two-dimensional stuff like cross uh bulkhead members or something you know shock, shock purchases or what towers shock towers jesus whoa look at this guy what the that guy's drifting like crazy
1: yeah yeah we uh one, one year we made this truck this big old heavy duty you know just off-road monster we made it faster than one of the sports cars that we also had we were fine tuning the 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 carburetor um although i'm pretty sure we did some permanent damage to that engine because we (laughs) leaned the hell out of it oh Uh, yeah (laughs) but i showed them just because it's a big old heavy pig doesn't mean it's not gonna go fast
4: yeah and we (laughs) did
1: use we used about 400 feet i think it was because it was like a like a football field and a half
0: i'm sorry i gotta make noises (laughs) Just like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, now I'm not a good driver like you know, the, the people on this video, the whoever's controlling, controlling. that right there. But
0: yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, they got light kits for it.
1: Oh yeah. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: This rabbit awesome. all down there. yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot to get into.
4: Jeez,
0: oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh! Look at
1: that. There you go, Dude,
0: Check <laughs> out Duke,
1: Man.
0: Duke, tell That's us about it.
1: That's massive. Wait, <laughs> put it on
0: the. Sc- you know what happens when, when we're recording? It only shows who's talking. So you got to tell us about it. Is that Grave Digger? Yeah, Grave Digger. It's my kids. It's
2: got all these remote controls, but these these are. These aren't like real ones. These are just like ones you get at Target, you
0: know, for a hundred bucks. Dude, show us around that thing. What do we got?
1: That's got a lot of detail on that. Look at that.
0: Yeah, no, it's nice. Wow, what that's amazing. Nice. Yeah, tell you got to point out the parts because if you're not talking, the camera won't just go to you. The, the big wheel's a nice thing about it is we got a
2: usb charger so it charges with the usb i'm not gonna waste my money on batteries nice <laughs> that's pretty good but there's only like eight wires on here two two for the front wheels two for the back wheels and then one the power on the lights but uh, <coughs> Wow. It's pretty small. It goes pretty good, you know, for a five-year-old. It goes in the grass and everything else, but eventually I want to go go for the big one, get him a big one, spend But a couple-
1: I, I can assure you, you know, uh, at, I think at any age, if you know how to control the remote, uh, the, the controller, and um, you start learning precision and how to turn, and, you know, things are backwards when it's coming towards you. Now yeah. you're, you're turning left and the car's turning right you know so that helps out a lot of our students too with uh that that struggle with either with direction or or uh you know when you tell them hey we're going northbound they go what what is northbound <laughs> so i tell them hey once you get out there in the real world i mean there's plenty of people that don't know you know the difference between east and west but uh you're you're gonna need it
2: they the same as the rc car same as the drone you know once you turn that drone around <laughs>
1: oh yeah That
2: you everything's opposite oh yeah you said that you know once you get the hand-eye coordination with the remote control you use it enough you get pretty good at it you know you can do a lot of things whether it's rc car you know drones video games whatever
0: yeah totally this is awesome uh cool man well so you know we'll, ca- we'll kind of wrap up the recording here and then usually what we do is just hang out for a bit, um, but uh, uh, you know. Also, David, do we have your? Uh, we got to make sure we got your email going, uh, uh, you know, so we can get you on the email list to send you out a newsletter. You know, every week we send out a little newsletter that explains, you know, who's the next guest and what's going on and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So let me let me go ahead and put it up on the chat.
0: Oh yeah, perfect. Okay. This was cool. What a cool thing.
1: So my uh my email uh the, the, the district only allows seven characters, so it hey. cut off the last letter of my last name. Oh nice. But so people think my last name is Almanza. Oh man, I just I hit enter. Um I try to put my name in and my email there. So okay. And I tell people, um you know i've heard many versions of my last name so n- none of them offend me <laughs> and really? I- i've been married twice so i'm pretty sure i've been uh uh called worse things <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Sorry>. <laughs> that's good
4: okay
0: so please add to the hey anyway. So, all right, so I'm going to end the recording here, but uh, we can hang out for a bit, but I really appreciate you joining and, uh, you know, uh, I want to hear what happens with this go-kart. We got to keep uh, the racing series.
1: Yeah. Thank you for, for having me, first of all. And, um, you know, I always like to to e- either network or, or to bounce ideas off of other uh, other people in, in, in similar fields because, you know, it's it's not like, um, you know, we, we, we go to meetings with the district and. And they say, all right, all of the math departments get together, and um, all of science, or uh, so. For example, we're the only auto tech program in the district, and they go, all right, well, you guys go and you know talk car stuff, and and I, I go, so who else do we do we plan out with, you know, or when we have an issue, or how do you bounce stuff off of others? Um, so it's rare um, unless you you go out of your way to find somebody and say, hey you know, I'm in the same boat, you know, so this is, this is pretty good.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I started doing this thing with, uh, uh this guy named Barbercheck. uh, God, it's maybe four years ago now. And, and then when COVID hit, instead of doing it like once a month, we just started doing it every week and, uh, it just sort of evolved. And we got a lot of regulars, you know, the guys you see on the show are, are pretty much the regulars there's a couple, there's two or three more people that come in as well. And it's really nice because um, every week we kind of talk about new ideas. Like, I hear new ideas all the time. Uh, last week we were talking about welder. Uh, you know, next week, actually, hold on, let me check the schedule. I'll tell you what's going on next week before we end the recording. Let's see. Um.
2: David, do you have a good relationship with UTI?
1: Um, sort of. I mean, they, they, they know who I am. We don't go up there often now like we used to. Um, but, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, at least once or twice a year now, we, we go up there and, 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 and make sure we, we visit the facility and stay, stay fresh with them.
2: Yeah. What do they specialize in where you're at? Excuse me? What do they specialize
1: in? Um, they've got the, uh, collision program. They've also got their, uh, high performance branch diesel and uh and just general automotive
2: yeah yeah
0: that's awesome
1: yeah i've got a few kids going there this year um you know and i know it's a tough one for everyone um but i've got a couple of them that uh, that said hey i uh, i reached out to 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 our our rep at uh, UTI and and i'm going to start there next year and i go man i wasn't expecting you know this year to be you know, a, a, a year with enthusiasm for the students. You know, uh, a lot of things could have been different. You know, we, we, in, in, in many ways, but uh, but but yeah, I'm I'm glad they're still, you know, gripping on to their to their uh, plans.
0: Yeah, what did you do during COVID, man?
1: Oh, that was a you know that that was that was a whole nother adventure. Um, so we come in and it's uh, the first six weeks of school. It's all virtual. Um, so like you said, Hey, how do you teach somebody to ride a bike on a video or on a, uh, on a, on a virtual online textbook or, you know, and, and I, I saw other programs that were doing like, uh, take home toolkits and do stuff, but then the liability issues and, um, you know, are the tools coming back? What's going to happen with that? And, um, so I said, let's take this time to, to hit the books, you know, because students in our programs, they're not. Huge on the books. They want to go out there and just either cut stuff or build stuff or 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 you know just do something away from the desk. So I said, this is going to be where we where we have to make it interactive. And um, for example, our, our seniors, some of them have cars. Um, we would have them present to 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 the class or 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 to us as assignments. You know, hey, what are you going to do to your car this uh, uh, this week? Or what are your plans? Um, and their other classes they, they had to sit there in front of the, in front of the computer and do stuff online. and then for our class, they go, man, I get to go outside and play with my car. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. so they didn't even have to interact with us. They, they could just be there working on the car or doing something even if it was just cleaning it out, you know uh, at first. and uh, so we did a lot of the online um, uh, online curriculum. Um, which, which, of course, uh, we know how that went, and <laughs> that was a challenge. But uh, you know, we did a lot of our, our manufacturer-specific training as well, where we said, "Hey, once you come back in in in, uh, in person, uh, you know, you're already going to be ahead that much with with your Ford training or whatever they were working on." You know.
0: Well, what kind of training was that?
1: Um, through, through Ford uh, Motor Company, you have some of your online training that um, it's similar to what their technicians do. So they kinda, it kind of gives them a foot in the door as to uh, kind of guides them to, hey, if you go and apply at Ford, you're, uh, you've already got some of your training down. So that's already some of your time invested and, and it gets you, uh, gets you more uh, a better relationship with, with Ford.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah, I had, I was remote for like the whole year, so we did um uh, CAD. We just did, except we use Onshape, which is like website based. Um, but now that we're back, I had the kids welding and stuff. But uh, geez, there was only we only have ten percent of the kids back. We're still pretty much remote.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we had about uh, maybe on the, on a good day a third of our students back. Oh wow! So that was that was a whole other challenge too. Yeah, <laughs> and and that was something else that um. So we we would have I had a toolbox out in the shop, and uh, I set I set it up as my desk, and I also connected a GoPro with a with a light attached to it, uh, and I got some really long wires uh to my <laughs> to the GoPro, and if we were working on the, in the shop somewhere, um, I would put the GoPro with the light over the hood or under the car or whatever we were doing so the kids that were in person they were doing hands-on stuff and i would try to keep them away from online work and then the kids that were at home they would go well hey i i want to do that you know i i want to come in and 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 get away from this computer screen you know for a bit
0: (laughs) david that's genius you know what i started doing is i've got hybrids so i've got Let's say there's 20 kids in the room in the, sorry, in the class. There's 18 kids online and two kids welding. So what I did was I'm standing with the, almost like this. I got a a meeting going on. It's Google. Then the welding kids, I would take a Chromebook and do a second login, which is almost like a GoPro. Right. And I would put that next to the welder. So now I can see, obviously I could hear him welding and I could see, but now I've got a camera on the kid welding and I got the kids in the class. And then that sort of sparked some interest, but what would be great is if I could put something in the helmet, you know, and it's like you're on your forehead or something like that. So I told this idea to this Microsoft dude who is like kind of helping me out just as an educator, uh, you know, it was—I don't remember how I found the guy. Um, anyway, so he made an appointment. Oh, it was through the Shell Eco Marathon, and um, and so so he said that there's a goggles that have a lens that they project uh, uh, images onto the goggles, so you could see through it. Plus, you could add something. So right. that means, um, like a welding technician could watch and help a young welder coming up or uh vice versa type of thing.
1: Oh man, wow.
0: Yeah. So I think there's there's some merit to some of the hybrid and uh you know remote stuff that we've been doing. And the fact that you got a GoPro going, I've been I've been you know GoPro stock like I don't know if you know are you into stocks but GoPro stock tanked. It got killed. If you bought stock in the beginning, you're down like a ridiculous amount. But it's been creeping back up, and I think that they'll do really well if they started making remote webcams.
1: Right, something, something that's got more of a, a connection to this new modern lifestyle, you know? Yes,
0: not just, oh, I went skiing, and I put the thing on my head, or I went skateboarding. Okay, great, everybody can go do that. Now, can we just get serious about work? Let's, you know, like, what about, like, what about all the teachers out there? Everyone would buy a GoPro, If it was remote to the camera,
1: you know, Oh my God, yeah, that would be huge. Uh, That was my
2: first document cam, like a GoPro, but I must've spent a day figuring out how to use the GoPro as, as the document cam. It took me a full day to find out what wires I needed to make it compatible as my, like Second camera, but I got it done. I found whatever the wire is, but the battery life only lasts like a class period long Uh, Yeah. So you're charging like a battery while you have one in In the camera so then as soon as class is over you got to change batteries, you know, it never lasts a whole day But then I bought like a, a webcam There's one wire plugs right into your adapter and it lasts it lasts all day Right. Like so,
0: oh, you said, GoPro missed the boat somewhere. Dear, dear GoPro, I'll send this to them. Dear GoPro, please make a webcam. What are you guys doing? You got the tech. You have the tech. Oh yeah. Hook it up through Wi-Fi. We, we're teachers. We don't have time for this nonsense. Yeah. You figure it out. We'll buy it <laughs> from you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And that's what I did for these kids. I flew
2: a drone. I was like, "Well, how can I get a good camera angle with the drone?" You know, I was ready to put the GoPro on my head, but then I needed like a thirty-foot wire <laughs> to go from my computer, you know, to the to the wire. Yeah, like you said, make it wireless. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And you were tethered to it.
0: Yeah, tethered tethered tethered. Dude, walking yeah. around with the GoPro on his head with a wire and then he gets oh
2: yeah, yeah. a wire in one hand my remote with the other my
5: lap and then he's like the walking down the street
0: oh, <laughs> the wires not long enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's too funny so wait so how long was that wire david um
1: on mine i want to say it was 25 feet that i had and it sounds like a lot but once you're trying to go around a car and trying to make sure that nobody's gonna trip over it and uh you also have to have a charger uh, did you say 25 feet yep yeah yeah so uh, and and i set this up every single day um from the moment we started school till till the last day of school and uh uh they could see different angles and every once in a while i would use it for my meetings and of course with the gopro you get you get the wide, wide lens. And um, uh, so sometimes for my meetings, our meetings, our staff would go, hey, what, what kind of stuff are you using in the shop? What kind of, you know, nice high end camera are you using for for the for the uh, documentation? And I said, it's a GoPro. And everybody what you can use a GoPro on your on your laptop. And uh, I said, yeah, if we did a little bit of research you can figure it out and how to do stuff in your own classrooms you know see
0: see that this that's why this these meetings the shop class podcast these are million dollar meetings you know like imagine if a executive from gopro was listening to this this is like it's pretty obvious this is a market you know uh now now how do you do it how do you hook it up so you can use it as a a doc cam
1: so i've got two um My older one, that one doesn't act as a, uh, uh, what's the right term for it? Uh, It it doesn't have its own video card. I think that's the right term. And if somebody else knows the the better words for it, uh, they can help me out with that. uh, This is a GoPro Hero 4. So I basically had to purchase an interface, a USB interface, that, uh, that could turn it into a video signal as a webcam. Now the newer one, yeah, that one goes directly plugged into USB and it starts working like crazy, like nothing. And I said, well, I don't know if I um, let, let's let's try it out. I don't know how how much we're gonna be using this. And turns out I used the hell out of it. Uh, we would put it in different angles. Uh, um, we 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 had the light behind it, so it was always well lit, and it was a, it was a wide angle, so you could see most of what we were doing, even if there was nothing in specific we were working on. You know, we we. You can see the whole shop. Um, and I was always with my uh, wireless uh, uh, earpiece that oh. um, th- that I was always around with. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. I use something similar to it. Okay, wait, Duke, you got
0: to uh, just tell us what you want. Oh, the here. This is it. This is the uh, whatever
2: the converter was for the, uh, the GoPro. Right. So there's like the USB end here. That goes into, like, your USB, and then right here, this one goes into the GoPro. Wow. What what item is that? Uh, It's called a HDMI video capture. Oh, okay. That took me a day of research to find that. I even called the iTech guy, so there's, like, a HDMI that goes into here. This is the, this is all you need right here. This is the converter.
1: See, I use what's called a, uh, it's from a brand name Elgato, Cam Link, 4K, something. Yeah, it's Cam Link, uh, and it basically does exactly the same thing um, as as Duke's interface.
0: That it.
2: Yeah, that's it right there.
0: Nice. There we go.
1: Yeah, yeah, just like that. And it worked out great. I mean, that was because um, I saw other people that were having issues with, uh, you know, trying to use their GoPro and stuff like that. Which one said, do hey, you have, out. David? What's that?
0: Which one do you have?
1: Uh, Mine is called Elgato Cam Link.
2: Now for the Hero Four, what's that cost? Like twenty bucks, twenty-eight bucks, or something?
1: Well, for I'm the Hero fun. Four, only that one was working. Yeah, the the, the the yeah, that one. There you go, that one right there. Only that one worked for mine because uh, yeah. apparently, from Hero Six and up, or something like that, is a different setup.
2: Nice. Yeah, that costs a hundred dollars, but then on Amazon you can get all the other features for like your floatable devices, yeah. your wearable devices, your headband, all that stuff. That's just, <laughs> just yeah. You can
0: get all that for five bucks. The whole package and, with the stuff. A whole five bunch bucks.
1: of uh, clips and yeah.
0: Oh wait, and 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 David, you also had a wireless. Headphone and microphone, so you don't have to worry about the camera sound. You just worry oh, about
1: right, right because I'm in the shop, so I have a uh, um, um some wireless earbuds um that I, I they had to be comfortable for me to wear all day, and not only that, but I had to also use uh because I'm in the shop and I couldn't have my ears plugged up. Um, so I have the uh that they, they 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 don't work with inside your ear; they go through your bone. I can't remember the, the, the brand of them, but they, they basically shoot the sound through your ear bones or something. I was skeptical until I used them. They were awesome. It's like hearing voices in your head <laughs> all That's, day. You would forget you were wearing it.
0: I, I hear voices in my head, so, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was perfect because I could talk to my kids and I could hear them on here, um, and, and, and I could be working in the shop
0: that's cool so you got the the camera's got you but then you don't have to worry about talking to the camera or the computer or the microphone you just walk around
1: right right um it starts with a with a v something um i can't remember the name of the the brand but i mean it was and i can't i can't remember what brand they were uh I think
4: they're but, termed as a bone resonance, bone resonance earphone, or something like that.
1: Right. Let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, bone head. conduction.
4: Ear. Oh
0: yeah, here it is. Let me see. I didn't think. We yeah, were something similar to, about, to those. I didn't think we'd be talking about bone resonance. Right. Podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember what brand mine are, but um. Ooh. But th- they were also sweat proof and therefore like working out and things like that. Yeah. So huh, uh, that was perfect because in the shop, you you, you never know w- what you're going to be doing, whether you're going to be Good. outside or.
0: That's awesome. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So and they were they were always uh, hidden. You really couldn't see them, but I could hear everyone perfectly. So
0: I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know about that.
1: Yeah, my my dad showed me this. Oh, Aftershocks, that's what mine are. Aftershocks, uh, not the Aeropex, the Titanium, I don't know. Aftershock something. Okay. Uh, but those things, were they, they worked out great.
0: Wow, no kidding. So how does that hook in? To, you got to go hook in back to the computer. So now your computer sees the GoPro as the camera and then this as the microphone and the sound. That's right. And so you're walking around, you look like a crazy person talking to yourself.
1: Oh, yeah, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I Or I would tell my kids, I go, hey, hang, hang on, somebody's talking to me. And at first they go, what? I go, hang on, I'll be right back. And I'll run to the computer to go, how did you know that we're asking something? And I'm like, and I would move my hair. I'm like, dude, you can't see him, but it's right there. Oh, and it, it works kind of like a hearing aid.
0: Wow no kidding this is awesome what's good this is good information um yeah
1: yeah, they were awesome
0: and did you ever have trouble like okay so you got that GoPro over overview wide angle shot but wouldn't it be great if you had it was like right on you so you could just go like that you know and like they see where your hands are
1: right every once in a while we would do it like that we would uh set it up on a on a tripod stand and because that mine's always set up like that on a tripod, and um, and and but every once in a while we'd have the, the the arm that swings over a work table or something like that, and you could see you know if we were building a, an engine or something like that, um, you could see all of that. Or if we're making some suspension adjustments on on the alignment machine, uh, we would get it up close and personal um, to where it would show the students working on it too. So
0: wow. I want to see Duke wearing a GoPro on his head, like and just tune into his classroom one day. You know, <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> Dude, put that thing on again. I think it's <laughs> funny. That was my
2: idea, but uh, <laughs> GoPro didn't come up with the technology yet.
0: I know. With the you need like a fifty foot a fifty foot cable, it's like crazy, man. But I was like, I started looking. I'm like, there got to be a simple
2: solution. GoPro had to figure something out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I was looking for a wireless webcam, and every it was too expensive. And of the ones that are that exactly that, it it it, it, there would be a delay. They said everyone said it's not worth it. I'm like, well, what's going on here? How come my phone? works fine like you know what i mean as a second login like so what i did was i actually started when i was home i would take this see and i would put the camera the phone here and i'd have you'd see me but then you'd also see what i was working on so i could do i could do engine drawings or i could work on something (laughs) you got this one for your chest yeah (laughs) This is so funny
4: looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Look at, look at Duke. He looks like he looks
0: like a cop from the eighties. Like at
4: the <laughs> one of my staff tried one of those on the um
0: when he was using <laughs> <on> the lathe. <laughs> oh my god! What did you say, Damien?
4: Oh, one of my staff used one of those um, when he was working on the metal lathes. Oh, the oh the lead that's a good idea and when he was welding and that sort of stuff yeah okay. really hard to really hard to get it set up in the exact spot where you're, oh, so yeah. you're, you're seeing what you want them to see <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah he's going mining
0: <laughs> duke is ready dude dude you have no idea uh david duke duke like he'll whip out the drone he'll start flying the drone through his kitchen like at oh, night yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, that's really funny man yeah totally yeah i got all these little accessories as well you might as well get them they're so cheap that's it they're so cheap all right gopro what are you guys doing come on look, look i'll show you what happened with the stock of gopro maybe this will stir up a little bit I'll and the set... same thing you walk around target right next to the
2: kids section there's electronic session <laughs> the section gopro's still like right in front
0: advertising their cameras Yep, 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 and they're just not understanding the market. They're missing. So the business these, portion of the podcast. Yeah, this is the financial portion, right? <laughs>
4: so they started
0: out at IPO, and then they went way up, all the way up to like almost night, almost eighty something dollars. Then and then flat for years. Anybody who bought at this high, can you imagine how mad you'd be? You're down ninety four percent, and then oh this, man. Yeah, oh yeah, it's bad. And then recently, if you look at if you look at the five year, look at the, this is the pandemic. No. This is the pandemic. Wait, where's the pandemic? In 19 or
1: uh, 20. January
0: 20. All right. right Boom. Boom. And if you grabbed it here, you'd be up 388%. So they are on the rise because they're doing this new uh, membership program on their website. So what they do is you buy a camera on the website, on their website, not someone else's and not at Target or whatever. And you buy it there. And then you get, if you do the membership, you get two free returns in case the camera breaks. No questions asked. Like a great warranty. And then you get some, like crazy discounts on accessories. What they're trying to do is draw traffic to their website. But I'm like, hey. Oh, and they got free unlimited storage of, of the photos or whatever and but I'm like, hey guys, look at the. I'm like yelling at their uh, stock earnings. Team. I'm like, look at look at the teachers. You're missing a market, you know.
1: Oh yeah, huge.
0: Nick Woodman, this guy. Uh, uh, this is this is this is the man. This is the man not understanding the teachers right now. Uh, so uh, anyway, I mean, I don't know. What do I know? But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like he, yeah, they're missing a market. I think. So anyway, someone will do it one day, and it'll make it so much easier. Oh my god! Well, uh, all right. So cool. So let's let's kill the recording there. That was the we, we covered everything, <laughs> and uh, this has been awesome. All right, let me see. Thanks for tuning into the Shop Class podcast every Wednesday night. See you.